I'm Fred. I'm Adrian. And we're, we're FNA. FNA. This is your first time listening. Welcome. And don't forget to hit, uh, <laughs> don't forget to leave us a line in the comments and reviews. Because <laughs> that's what helps us continue to do what we're doing here. <laughs> when we do it. That's Holy right. smokes. We practiced that probably three times before we hit record and yeah. I still fucked it up. It's all right. It's all right. That's just how I roll though. We're human. We make mistakes. Sometimes. 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 Sometimes we do. Hey, I forgot, but um, happy Veterans Day. Oh. It's actually today. Is it today? I'll tell you what, for three days I've been thinking it's Veterans Day. First it was Thursday, I thought it was. Nope. Then yesterday it was Veterans Observance Day. And then today is actually Veterans Day. And especially to Fred. Fred's a, vet- a veteran. So, yay, my hero. Thank you. Uh, that was a long time ago. Army. Um, yeah, I was in the Army Infantry for six years. Third Infantry Division. Third Infantry Division. And um, I got out back in 2008. I was uh, over in Iraq for a few years. And, Two deployments. And was an interesting time of my life. Mm-hmm. But um, thank you for the happy Veterans Day wishes. Mm-hmm. And uh, to all the other veterans out there. Absolutely. Happy Veterans Day to you guys as well. We appreciate um, you so much. Not forgotten. Never for, never forgotten. Okay. Nope. But uh that's a Memorial Day thing. We'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Let's get past that sentimental shit and um <laughs> get into the show. Yeah, so what's been uh what's, what? what's I, been new? I have been so busy lately. Mm-hmm. Um Me too. Between working my full-time job, I'm a carpenter, and trying to build this internet empire, granted, it's at the very, very beginning stages, but um, it's a lot. It is. It really is a lot. There's way more involved with all of this than most people realize. Yeah, we we when we first started, um, let's see, how long has it been since we started our like our first show, first podcast. The very first podcast we did was like two years ago. Yeah. And I mean, that was when we didn't have the Any. equipment that we have now. We didn't have like the mics that we have now. Uh, we had an older computer. We got a new computer. Mm-hmm. We got the mics. We got the uh, roadcaster. I mean, we didn't have any of that. We actually started on what? With YouTube, the iPhone. Right? We, no, we used, we used an iPhone. Yeah. And I bought a couple of adapters. Mm-hmm. And we were able to record our audio that way. And uh, I think we had snowball mics. We did. Yeah, we had snowball USB microphones. And, and we made if, some YouTube videos too, didn't if we? If you get the right adapter, you can plug a USB microphone into an iPhone. Mm-hmm. And then we would use GarageBand to to record the audio. That's and right. And I would use that to, to edit everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a grind. It was not easy. Nope. But you know what's funny? Like hmm. we were so motivated and dedicated at that time, we did anything we had to do yep. to get it done. Yep. And it seemed as we got some easier, some we got some tools that made everything a little bit easier. Yeah. And then that just kind of everything slowed down. Yeah. Which well, is weird. You know, life got in the way. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah, life got in the way, and then like you said, now it's you know we're we're dedicated to make this work now mm-hmm. because it's something that we enjoy. 
you know, we're we're not doing this just to do it. It's we're doing it because we enjoy it. It's fun. It is. And, you know, like you said, you have a full time job. I actually got a job working from home part time. Yeah. I'm a part time uh, scheduler. Right. And um, so it's nice. I get to work from home, but oh, it can be. When I'm on call, because I'm an on-call scheduler, when I'm on call, it's nothing gets done. <laughs> nothing right, gets yeah. done. Yeah, everything does kind of come to a screeching halt around here. Yeah, because i got to answer the phones. You well, know? that's your job. It's what you got to do. And yep. you're doing a good job at it, too. Thank you. And thank you. and, and uh, your employer sees this as well. You've been yeah. getting good reports. And- I work for a really nice company. I'm not going to say who they are, but um, yeah, it, it's the best company I've ever worked for. And this yeah. is honestly the best job I've ever had. Yeah. So. I, dig I it. get to work in my PJs. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't like working in PJs? Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Like you were saying, too many eggs in one basket, huh? There are definitely too many eggs in one basket as far as all this goes. But, it, you know, now that you mention that, I seen something really cool the other day. <laughs> what? I was watching a video about... Tony Hinchcliffe and his cancellation that happened a few years ago. That was fucked up. You guys got to watch that video. Okay, if you don't know who Tony Hinchcliffe is, he's a stand-up comedian. He's the guy that runs the Kill Tony, uh, I guess, show. I was about to say podcast, but it's a a show Mm -hmm. where up-and-coming stand-up comedians get an opportunity to do 60 seconds in a packed house in front of seasoned professionals and get some feedback from them. And yep. um, it's funny. It's a, it was a good interview, and it 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 really broke everything down to the bare bones of the entire situation, which I'm not going to get into. But during that interview, he noticed on the counter that the the people that were talking to him they had their eggs out on the counter. Yeah, he goes, "You leave your eggs out," and they're like, "Yeah, why?" You now, know, that, where are they from? They're from Europe. Uh, England, England. Yeah. yeah, they're from Europe, and but it's. It, I looked it up. It's a European thing. It's not just England. Mm-hmm. And that that made me want to do a little bit of research. I did a quick Google search. Yeah. Okay. And tell and, them what and you it, found out. And this is kind of funny. <laughs> so I googled, "Do you need to refrigerate your eggs in the United States?" And the result I got said, "Yes, absolutely, definitely." All eggs must be refrigerated. Um, eggs, what did it say about farm fresh eggs should also be refrigerated as soon as possible. Yep. Okay. Then I changed the prompt a little bit and I wrote, do you need to refrigerate your eggs in Europe? And I got the complete opposite answer, basically saying, no, you don't need to fucking refrigerate them shits. Just leave them out on the counter. Yeah. You're good to go. Yep. So... I think it's because the FDA, you know, they have their protocols and everything. It's litigation. Yeah. And well, I, I'm sorry. I wouldn't want to try it because I don't want to get salmonella and I don't want to get sick. Well, think about this, though. Like a chicken lays an egg. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. She don't put that thing in the refrigerator. She leaves it out. She sits on it and it turns into a baby chicken. It doesn't go bad. It doesn't go rotten. That's true. It just turns into a chicken. So basically we'll have a dozen little baby chicks? No, I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> I mean, you can't one, they've already been refrigerated, you know? Yeah. And yeah. then two, I'm fairly certain that there's some genetic manipulation going on with yeah. with uh, you know, commercially 
raised eggs. Yeah. You know what true. I mean? Yeah. So I I thought that was kind of interesting. It really Absolutely. threw me for a loop a little bit. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? I think it's insane that an egg, you know, you, you crack your egg, you, you make eggs, and you see, you know, your yolk and the egg whites. And I think it's crazy that that turns into a little baby chicken. We just got a comment from a new person. How about that? What's up, Ar- Arajad? I hope I'm saying that right. Oh, hey, hey. Um, very cool. You were actually our very first chat. Yay! Woo-hoo. How about that? Yeah. I don't even have my prompts pulled up or nothing. We're brand new to all this stuff. And, uh... Hey, how are you doing? Very exciting. Very exciting. How you doing? How you doing? Yeah, I was saying about like the the eggs. I think it's cool that they turn into chicks. Well, yeah. I had when I was in third grade. I got to bring home. Uh, we made them in incubators. There was baby ducks and baby chicks. We did that in, when I was in school too. Yeah, yeah. And that was I named. Cool. I I grew up in the nineties, and I used to love Charles in charge. So I named my baby Chick Charles in charge. Chick Charles. We, yeah, we called him Charles. I remember that story. Yeah, and yeah. he followed us around, and then he started getting a little older, and my parents said, we don't have a farm. I lived, I grew up in a neighborhood, so my dad said, well, I know a buddy from work. He uh-huh. has a farm we're going to give him to, you know, my buddy, and I said, okay, you know, I cried, blah, 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 so. Um, so far, so good, buddy. It's going pretty good so far. Yeah, stream, yeah. yeah. So, hey, what? It's a work in progress. It is a work in progress. <laughs> we plan on building an empire here. Yeah. So stick around. You're about to see some shit. You will be our favorite. Eventually. You'll be our, our number one follower. That's it. Our favorite follower. Um, well, let's let's start getting into some of the advertised content. Yes, absolutely. And um, let's start with uh, some quick bits. Quick bits news. Yeah. I actually got some things pulled up here. Uh, boom. How about that? Yep. That ain't working. One second, please. Uh-oh, we're having technical difficulties. It's okay. I'm fixing it right now. Uh, we oh. do not stream daily. Um, I just see in the comment. He said okay, we stream uh, daily. Eventually, like I said, this is, a, this is a fairly new process. Right now, we do a podcast once a week, which is what we're doing right now. Um I also do some YouTube shorts. I have those on uh, YouTube. Links in the description. And um, it's a process. We'll be adding some more things here and there as we go. Yeah, so check us out on YouTube. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you said, you've been doing some YouTube shorts. And- yeah, mainly yep. Marvel stuff. Yeah. You know, mainly uh, this past season of Loki's just been absolutely in- incredible. Oh, he said he has followed us on Twitter. And can you, can we hit? Yeah, we'll follow after, back we're, on after, after we're done here, we'll go check it out. We appreciate it. His ID is at Sophia Grace underscore yeah. SG. Got it. Nice. Okay, quick bits. This is actually something I just came across uh, right before we did the show. I didn't even know that this was a thing, but I guess John Cena did. A, remember Looney Tunes? <laughs> of course. Okay, the yeah. Wiley Coyote. Yeah. He did a, a, a Coyote versus Acme movie. Okay. All right. I'm assuming. I'm assuming animated, right? Yeah. And here it says Warner Brothers shelves John Cena's Coyote versus Acme movie after filming was completed. So they went through the entire process and put this thing together, and then <laughs> shelved it. Oh wow! Yeah. So that sucks. Probably wasn't going to be good anyway. If I'm just going to, you know, throw my say that, throw yep. my two cents out there. <laughs> 
probably wasn't going to be worth a fuck anyway. So, yep, exactly. Uh, um, go ahead. Well, I was going to say next uh, up on Quick Bits, does anybody remember Freaky Friday? It was made in, um, I believe it was 2003 or 2008. Uh, I am going to find it right now. 2003. Yes, sorry. Uh, Called putting in the work. Yeah, I know. I have it popped up here. Yeah, 2003 was when they made the original Freaky Friday with Jamie Lee Curtis and uh-huh. Lindsay Lohan. Yes. Well, that was a good movie. I it wasn't bad. It. It was, I thought it was all right. Funny. Yeah. Well, um, apparently in May of this year, uh, Disney confirmed that Freaky Friday, the sequel, was officially in the works. I've seen the photograph this morning. And, there was a photo yep. put out of Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan. Yep. And Where the be fuck back. has she been? They are going to be back. Now, um, I think they said... Is she still a drug addict ho? <laughs> I hope not, because how is she going to do this movie because, as we all know, drugs can get in the way. Well, I know. She was going through a rough one there for a while, right? Yeah. I mean, studios didn't really even want to touch her anymore because yeah. of all the drama she was creating oh, it around was, her. Oh, it was horrible. Horrible. But they said that, um, I guess they're working on trying to get the other right, uh, original cast members back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the ones that were in her band in the movie. That's right. I, yeah, that's there right. There is talks of... of very, very high possibility that they will be back. Um, so Jamie Lee Curtis just said uh, a gist. She threw um, an idea to the studio saying, let me be the grandma, the old grandma who switches places. Now, by the way, this is a quote from Jamie Lee Curtis. She said, so then Lindsay gets to be the sexy grandma who's still happy with Mark Harmon, who played Jamie Lee Curtis's fiance, and then she eventually married him at the end of the movie. Right. So then Lindsay would be back in her mom's place, but this in this movie, she would be the grandma. I gotcha. Uh, she says, I would like to see Lindsay be the hot grandma, and I would like to see me try to deal with toddlers today. I want to be a helicopter parent in today's world. That, Jam- End quote. Jamie Lee Curtis? Yep. So that's interesting. Hey, I if if they're making it, I will check it out because, like I said, I enjoyed, and I know our girls really enjoyed it. The the original. So here's what worries me though is, and and you you can back me up on this. Hollywood has been just relentlessly making these these uh, these remakes and um, uh, sequels, you know, sequels that are a decade after the original. Mm-hmm. And more often than not, it's always a cash grab. Yeah. Like, let's whip a script up together, hit the same beats, yep. get the same actors, put it out there, we'll make a couple bucks. Yeah. And that's usually to the detriment of the film. Yeah. Right? So, I don't have high hopes mm-hmm. for this. Will I check it out? Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be anything to write home about. Nah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Um, real quick, I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, no, no, you're good. Our our follower right now was asking, um, what do you play the most? And that he has a suggestion. Okay. What's the so suggestion? That's what I just asked. Oh, him. what's your suggestion? Yeah. Well, <laughs> currently... Um, what have I been playing? The most recent game I was playing was Starfield. Um, I put probably a good hundred hours into it. 
I beat the main story campaign and uh, not all the faction side quests, but I did like the Crimson Fleet side quest and the, um, oh, I can't remember the name of the other faction at this moment, but it wasn't bad. Um, there was a little bit of controversy around the game in general, but uh, if you like Fallout, if you're a Fallout fan, I think you'd get into it because it's basically Fallout. In well, space. I think they they said that they have a suggestion for us. I was saying to, th- I don't know if it's a. Uh, oh. It's all good. Okay. Yeah. Moving well, on. Moving I'm waiting. On. Yeah, I I asked what's their suggestion, so. Okie dokie. We're waiting. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Legend of Zelda is getting a live action. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, was, I was about to say remake, but no, it's getting a, a live action debut. Um, there's a little bit of controversy around it already. Okay. okay. It's an article I found on Distractify, and if I'm going to be honest, I'm not real familiar with the publication, but some of the people that I do follow... Um, and I watch their streams, and they discuss these types of things, have said similar things that this article is saying. Um, the main controversy around this is, is uh, was Avi Arad, okay? He's a producer, and okay. he's been involved with uh, the original X-Men films, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man films, and the controversy comes in because he's also been heavily involved with the more recent Sony Spider-Man spinoff films. Okay. Like Venom and um, Morbius. Oh, God, Morbius. Uh, I did not see it, but you told me it was a dumpster fire. It was pretty bad. Um, So, naturally, this got a lot of fans concerned and worried because this man and his production house are going to be the ones that are... uh, uh, the, I lost my thought. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, my partner here is says handing me notes and shit while I'm trying to talk. Well, and just you know, <laughs> shit happens. Yeah, Alvia <laughs> Rod. Sorry. Wow, you really fucked me up. I'm sorry. Who's Alvia Rod? Alvia Rod is a producer that has been involved. And I said this already. Yeah, has been involved with the X Men franchise. And the Spider-Man, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man films. I uh, think the Andrew Garfields as well. And he's been heavily involved with Venom and Morbius. And that that fact right there that he's been involved with Venom and Morbius mm-hmm. has fans concerned. Because, I mean, Venom's okay. Okay. That's, okay. that's about as far as I'm going to get with it. Not, I'm talking the first movie. The second movie was a goddamn trash can of a fire. The... Uh, <laughs> Morbius, I mean, it was even worse. And so, and it's a general consensus that a lot of people didn't really care for these films. And the fact that the man that was behind these films is the one that is going to be producing The Legend of Zelda naturally has a lot of people concerned. So we're going to have to wait until that happens. Yes. Yeah, we're, we're gonna have to follow it. Yeah, pay attention, see what happens. Because I, mean, I am hoping for the best. Yeah, I love Legend of Zelda. I'm hoping for the best, but um, uh, once again, I don't got high hopes. Just like Freaky Friday, I ain't got the I highest know. of hopes. So. I know, I know. Well, like, hey, like uh, we always say, we go, we watch it, and then we give our take on it. 
I have, everybody has different, you know. Right views. before right before we hit record today, I I caught a tweet that okay. I wanted to, to talk about real quick. Yeah. Um on Twitter, some of you may be familiar with my time to shine hello. Okay, that's the handle, mm-hmm. and he or she has a very good track record with reporting Marvel leak scoops and spoilers. Okay. Okay. And she just posted this. Spoilers for Deadpool 3, by the way. The events of Deadpool 3 take place after the Loki Season 2 finale. The TVA got word that the Kangs are gathering and a new multiversal war is about to start. So they create an army of multiversal heroes, mostly from dying worlds, to fight the Council of Kangs. Mr. Paradox is replacing Mobius. Mobius was going to be in it for a while and could still have a cameo, but they decided to just leave him out of the story. Why? He'll be back in full in the Avengers films and is trying to recruit Wolverine. Deadpool, who's a prisoner at the TVA after messing with time, hears about it and escapes. His plan is to get Wolverine to come with him instead so they could become BFFs. Oh, wow. I'm digging that. Yep, uh, absolutely. I, I am so incredibly excited for Deadpool 3. Yep. Um, just the other day, I should have had, had this pulled up, too. Oh, okay. it was so cool. The so other day, cool. uh, Ryan Reynolds, yeah, he posted, um, where the hell is it? He posted, there you go. There it is. He posted this right here. <laughs> <laughs> Did Dogpool save the day? Not a chance in Gremlin Hell, but she is currently causing the Disney plushie merch department's nightmares. Coming with the movie Summer 2024. Wow. And, uh, I mean, this is a big deal. This is a big deal to me. I, I reposted this and, and, and quoted the tweet. Haha, what the fuck am I looking at right now? And Ryan Reynolds actually liked it. Yeah. Boom, right there. He hearted on I the know. comment. That's amazing. I know. I know. It's a big deal for me. Nobody else cares. Oh, I was. I, don't care. I was. I love it. Blown away. I was like, Ryan Reynolds actually read it. Now, like you said, but look at that. Dog. We don't know if it's Ryan Reynolds or his PR team or whatever. Right. But, it's probably his PR team. Yeah, but I like to think that stars are like us, and they go on Twitter and they check it out. So I'm going to. Say that it was Ryan Reynolds I'm himself. Gonna, I would say that it's his PR team because Ryan Reynolds himself is probably busy, yeah, do you know conquering the fucking world because he got his fingers in like every little thing out there. I know, but to be quite honest, they're probably filming. Yeah, Deadpool three because they're trying to get this thing out for summer twenty four. Yeah, um, true. He put out a second post. Let me see if I can pull this up real quick. Oh, wrong one. He put up a second post. Right after the doggo post, there it is. Oh boy! And he 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 was being kind of clever. He's got a skull, a poop emoji, L, and then three sets of swords. July twenty six. Mm. Dead. The skull is dead. Mm-hmm. Poop is poo, and the L. So poo. Pool. Oh, Deadpool. Deadpool. Gotcha. And then three okay. sets of swords is Deadpool 3. So, Gotcha. So what, that's 2024? Yes, that's upcoming something this next summer. 
I could have swore you wrote 2025 nope, on the thing. 2024. Oh. 2024 is what, what they're they're trying for, and it's actually going to be the only Marvel movie for 2024. That's amazing. That is the only Marvel movie for the entire year of 2024. How do you feel about that? And if Here, you're, if you're, if, if you're still out in the crowd, how do you guys feel about it? How do you feel that we're only going to get one uh, Marvel film for the year 2024? Uh, now, here, here's, uh, you said July, when? July 26th. Yes. Okay. Now, you asked how do I feel about that being the only Marvel movie in 2024, correct? Yes, yes. My feeling is... The way that Marvel has been going with their movies, mm-hmm. I'm completely fine with it. Completely fine with it because Deadpool, now the first and the second, were absolutely great, mm-hmm. amazing. And I'm praying to God that this one just, you know, blows those two out of the water and just, you know, because each one just gets better and better. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the only thing I didn't like about the second one was that kid with the fire and uh, he just got annoying to me but little anyways, bit little bit yeah but anyways if they do such a good job on it like they have with the other two i'm fine with that marvel doesn't need to be putting out five movies in one year and each one of them be worse than you know the last so you know what i mean it, it just stick with the good shit and if one for next year is all you got mm-hmm Fine. Perfect. Take your time. Yep. I I agree 100%. Um, It seems like ever since the inauguration of Disney Plus, Mm -hmm. um, it's been go, 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 go. Get as much out as you can. Push, 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 push. I don't care how long it is. Fucking just get it out there. Get the content out. Get it out, get it out, get it out. And it's clearly was not the right strategy because oh, they've just had <clears throat> miss after miss after miss. I mean, the reten even though we're about to get into Loki season two, okay, we're about we're gonna get there. Uh, Loki season two was incredible. Oh my god, yeah. But the retention was incredibly low. Yeah, because people incredibly were incredibly low. People have been disappointed. They've been scared. You know, Secret Invasion fucked shit up for them big oh, time. Oh my. god. God. I mean, that was such a dumpster fire train wreck. Not to mention how long it took them to release Loki 2, season 2. Right. Versus... What, two years? Yeah. People forget. hmm And in those two, in that gap, like you said, shit after shit after shit after shit. Mm-hmm. Shit show. Shit, shit show. show. Yeah, yeah. Shit show. I mean, uh, She-Hulk. The oh. Garbage. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you and I kind of will debate on this one. It's not I, my it's not my favorite. I didn't care for it at all. But I didn't hate it. I think they could have done with a better villain for the series. I did I don't hate it, but like I said, I just didn't care for it. Right. Didn't care it didn't get me excited. Moon Knight. <sighs> Moon Knight like it had its moment. Like it the first did. episode the first episode of Moon Knight, yeah, remember when it, it ended with him beating the fuck out of that thing in the bathroom? Yeah, like that was incredible. Well, yeah, like I, sh- I would say the first like few episodes because like it kept building and building. Right. And we were like, wow, this is awesome. And then the way that they ended, oh it, god, the oh fin- my god, 
The finale for Moon Knight ruined the entire series. What were they thinking? What were they actually thinking? To black out. Yeah. For the entire climax. Yep. Yeah. Like we we've been we you know you're following. Let me get off of this. I'm not even. Uh, you're yeah. you're following. You're following this character week to week for six fucking weeks. And there were some good moments in that show. There was. There were some good moments in that show. And to build up to this battle between uh, Moon Knight and and what I can't remember the villain's actual name, but like the whole idea was. Right. It was Ethan Hawke. But the whole idea, like he walked around with glass in his shoes. And yeah, like like I, I liked it. Okay, that's all. I'm not saying I didn't like it. I liked it. It was intriguing. Yeah. But they built all this up to, a, to for him to just black out and we didn't see anything happen. Yeah. I don't then, think that was the best way to go about that no. at all. And then not only that, they have him wake up and like... Wake there, up! There was no... Um, there was no conclusion. There, there was no like... Um, Closure? Exact closure. Closure, yeah. There was no. There wasn't. There, was, there wasn't there was any no closure, closure to that show. It was terrible. Everything was just left open ended, and I'm sorry that pissed me off. And you um, ready for something? You yeah. ready for this? Thank God I'm recording on here. You have not been recording on the roadcast. I did not at hit all. it. Nope. Never hit the button. I just did now. Oh my god. <laughs> oh well. That's twice I've done that. Twice. Twice. That's yeah. okay. Yep. That's okay, because we're recording here, and I can grab it all right there. It's all right. It's all right. Well, uh... The empire is crumbling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> speaking of, of empire, okay? And crumbling. And crumbling. Yes. Yes! Great segue! Sweet segue. Yes. All right. We're done with quick bits. Yeah. Fuck off, quick bits. We're moving on to the crumbling empire of... Sniper Wolf. All right. Ready? Yeah, go for it. Just hang tight a sec. I never really talk about this because I feel like there's something wrong with me. Where to some degree, I lack empathy. There are a lot of things I don't care about. Things I probably should care about that I don't. Kind of like if you didn't wake up tomorrow, I also wouldn't care. I would just move on with my day. When something's useless, you throw it away. You know who else has no empathy? Psychopaths. I truly think that this is psychopath behavior. Some similarities with... I mean, come on, dude. Yeah. That girl is off of her fucking rocker. Yeah. Uh, Real quick, source, that was uh, a clip from Nerd City. Uh, he you just... Did. He just did an interview with uh, the girl who does Azzyland's channel. Azra. Azra. We'll put the link uh, in the description. Go check out his video. Great interview. Great information. Very eye-opening. Yeah, it is. Now, of course, uh, those who have been following the story know about how Sniper Wolf doxed Jack's films. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, here we find out that in this recent interview that we just watched yesterday, because it was it came out yesterday, correct? The interview, or was it the day before? It was yesterday. Yesterday, okay. Yes. So Nerd City got he was the only one that got an interview with Azzyland. and here we find out Leah, aka Sniper Wolf, has been copying yes. Azzyland. Yes, since the beginning, like. 
not just like, excuse me, not copying as in inspiration, copying as in cut and fucking paste, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Cut well, and paste. This is this is a quote from the video. Okay. okay. Nerd City says to Azilan, he says, She created the narrative that you had cloned her when it was actually the other way around. Nerd City asked Azzy. Yes, and now she's kind of like encourage, encouraging people to hate on me. Yes. Azilan said. Uh she said that Leah Sniper Wolf got her fans to believe that Azzyland was copying her this entire time. She encouraged her fans to just bombard Azzyland with hate. Did you know that he now takes what is going on? Yeah, just keep going. Okay, certain people <laughs> even told Azzyland to commit suicide. Okay, mm-hmm. I mean this is just beyond um, the she created. The Sniper Wolf fans uh, encouraged the creator herself mm-hmm. um, to, it says, uh, let's see, encourage the creator herself, as shown in certain clips, has deterred Azzyland from engaging in social media. So basically, the fans have, like, made Azzyland not even want to continue with her YouTube career or anything. Mm-hmm. Azzyland said, it's become like hell. I can't avoid it even if I try. Look at that and, picture. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's disgusting. What now, we're, we're talking... We're, we're talking... Sniper Wolf has copied this girl, Azra. Yes. Down to the clothes that she's wearing in her videos. Thumbnails. Uh, it, it, she did a house tour. Okay. As did her house tour in 2018, 2019 sniper wolf comes out. Yeah. Bears the dress. Same fucking dress. I mean, same dress, same mirror in her house. As had, uh, certain plants. Sniper wolf had certain plants. Like I said, as had this big ass mirror, mm-hmm. same fucking mirror sniper wolf had. Yeah. Look, I, yeah, here's look. The, the thumbnails. I've got them pulled up right now. Yeah, another one. I killed another the volume. One. This is this is from Nerd City. This is from that that interview with Nerd City. Go yep. ahead, continue. So, uh, yeah. So that wasn't bad enough. You always hated the way that Sniper Wolf talked. Oh my god! I remember years ago. Um, it has been some years. It's been years. Yeah. I used to watch Sniper Wolf. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, and you'd shown me a couple of her videos, and I'm, oh, yeah, they're funny. You they, know, some of them were funny. Oh, they've gotten okay. so bad now. But her voice, I just, mm-hmm. it it sounded fake. It felt forced. Yep. It didn't feel authentic. You couldn't and, you couldn't pinpoint what it was. It was like baby slash. <laughs> Okay, they, the, they, they what did he call it? He gave it a term in his video. It was like it was baby. Um, <laughs> oh my god! I wish I wish I, I could know. find it. I he know. called it something. It, oh, was, it was baby something. It was terrible. And here what it is. She was copying Azzyland mm-hmm. because Azra said that when she was growing up, her family moved around so many different places, right? Like yes. Amsterdam, and then they lived in Toronto. I think I don't know if she still lives in Toronto or not, but. Typically, that's the Toronto accent, okay? 
and they he showed different clips of uh, people on TikTok mm-hmm. and YouTube, Instagram, whatever. And I'm not saying this. I am saying what other people have been saying. I gotcha. They said it's a mixture of the Toronto accent is mixture of baby, autistic, <laughs> okay, yeah, um, lazy, and. Ah, what was the other one that they said? I wrote it down. Oh, it's it's just so bad. Okay, yeah. Oh, Toronto accent. Annoying, baby, nasally autistic, and acting dumb. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Because if you hear her talk, it it's true. That, like, what did you say? Like, uh, what the hell, dude? I mean, come on. And then, of course, you got to get the nasally thing going. <laughs> like, what the hell do you mean? Whoa, that's like so much cookie, dude. What are you doing? Holy hell, I totally want to be like you. Hello? Hello? Not bad. Not I, bad. I can't get it. I can't because it annoys me to even talk like that. Uh, yeah. So, so. Sniper Wolf hits back, okay? This came out right after the video yesterday. Okay. Yesterday on Twitter, okay? She caught word real quick, huh? Yep. So she says... Well, I mean, Nerd City, he's he's big. He's He's yeah. been around for a while. He has his own slew of followers oh, he or made, copiers. He made videos about Sniper Wolf like a couple years ago. Well, I'm talking about yeah. there's people that are, copy him. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? He, he was telling uh, Azra about that. Yep. So, somebody posted on Twitter. Uh, this user is Dex Dexerto. So he posted: Sniper Wolf has been accused by fellow fellow Uber, YouTuber Azzyland of copying her content, stealing her presenting style, inciting harassment from fans, and lying with fake evidence to cover her tracks. So then, Leah she posted that. Because I'm guessing this person is a Sniper Wolf follower. Okay. Leah says, quote, this is on Twitter. I have a backup of videos and screenshots before she changed the thumbnails to make it look like I copied her. I have proof she copied my thumbnails. SEO, the way I speak, the jokes I make, the way you're trying to manipulate this is fraud. Okay. So that was... First one. Mm-hmm. Second one. I have screenshots of you uploading the same video as me minutes after I upload multiple on occasions. Question. I have a question. <laughs> okay. Do you think we will see this go to a court? Ugh. I don't know. Right. I don't know. If she continues to do what she's doing as far as uh, doxing... um. Having, I hope she learned her lesson on that one. Having fans threaten Azzy mm-hmm. or yeah, Azra, like threatening her life. I know, she and shit. she encourages it. She could, yeah, she could definitely. It it, it could be a lawsuit. Absolutely. And another thing they put they know they they pointed this out in the interview video that um they pointed this out in the interview video that she's always trying to prove that she is real. Yes. And everybody else is fake. Yes. That seems to be, uh, like, her. I, I guess her style? That, that's her M.O. Her M.O., yeah. Yep. Everything is yep. fake but her. 
and she is always so down to earth and she's a person like everybody else and you know she does no wrong right everybody else is wrong i'm right exactly it's an amber heard it's another amber heard yeah and uh this is the last tweet that she posted that i know of the fact that you could just go on a video and in all caps lie about everything is just insane to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? All right, look at these. Miss calling the kettle black. Look at these thumbnails, okay? Right here. Yep. The top one is from Azzyland. People who had the worst design fails. Published by Azzyland. Published Tuesday, 23 October, 2018. Yep. The bottom one, awkward bathroom design fails. Published by Sniper Wolf. Thursday, 13 June, 2019. Okay, and not only that, look at the thumbnail. I, well, yeah. Her face. I know. The only difference between those two pictures is the color behind them. And, and yeah, as he has, you had one job. The fucking and- toilets are the exact same toilets. Yep. That yep. picture is the exact same picture. It's been edited a little bit to give it a little bit of a different color. Yep. But that toilet and that, look at the lines behind them. It's yep. the same goddamn thing. It's the same picture. What's the next one? Next look at one. This. Yep. People who got called out for lying, published by Azzyland. Oh Three my August. God, she copied the damn everything. The, the, everything. It's the same. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. She put, Sniper Wolf put an arrow in her picture. And the top one has a circle. This one is zoomed out a little farther than this one, but yep. it's the same photo. All she did was she changed the chick's dress. Yeah, did a little Photoshop. Did a little Photoshopping. Change the color. Oh, that's the other thing. She says that she never Photoshopped nope. her, her photos. When, nope. Oh, whoa. Nerd City, the his first video that he made about Sniper Wolf, I believe it's like two years ago. Go, go on his channel and find it. You'll see he calls her out for Photoshopping. Because mm-hmm. you can see, like, her ass is, like, all deformed and shit when she's sitting on a well, dock or something. That like, was, oh, it's bad. That was, that was one of the things I did like in that interview. Um... Nerd City asked Azzy yeah. if she's ever used Facetune. Yeah. And and Azzy thought for a moment, and she said, yeah, I mean, of course I've used Facetune. Everybody uses Facetune, you yeah. know, because we're, we're content creators, and we want to put our best self out there. Yeah, right? you want to look appealing to the audience. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. Where it becomes wrong is... is lying about is it. Is lying about it. Yep. Like, who gives a fuck? Nobody's perfect, man. Well, like, as you said. Nobody's perfect. Like, as you said, what's the big deal? Why does she, why does uh, Leah have to lie about it? Leah's like, I've never done that. Just come out and say, yeah, I've done it. Who cares? Just like uh, Leah said that she's never had plastic surgery before. Bullshit. Look at her old photos and you can see she's had nose jobs done. She doesn't look like the same person. No, she looks completely different. And like I said, there was uh, a video that she made that Sniper Wolf made. Uh, calling out that one dude, he's not on anymore, but he was on YouTube and he would make videos of before they were famous. Okay. I'm sure you've seen some of his videos. Mm -hmm. He made one about Sniper Wolf. Okay. And she was reacting to it so she could correct Mm. or correct any... Of course, yeah. Yeah. Mistakes that he made. On the thumbnail of his video, he had a picture of her. She tried saying that, like, he had a couple different pictures on his thumbnail. Gotcha, yeah. One of the pictures, she tried saying, who is that hoe 
in the thumbnail. Uh, yeah, That's I not see even that. me. That's not me. So why does he have me up there? And it's like, okay, you're comparing that photo to other old photos of yourself, and you're trying to say that that's not you? Come on now. And then, like I said, back, back to the plastic surgery. Come on. The chick has had work done to her face. She doesn't even look the same. She gets lip fill- fillers done. She gets Botox done. And, it, and who cares? Exactly. That's Just like, own who it. Who fucking cares? Just own it. If I had the fucking money and, and on, if I wanted to cover some wrinkles, sorry, I'd do it. Well, Absolutely. And that, that that's the thing. That nobody cares no. about that aspect no. of it. Nope. It's the fact that she's straight up stealing. Yeah. You know? Yes. Ste- and not and only lying. stealing the way they put put the way they described it, it's it's like it went from inspiration mm-hmm. to straight up stealing to destruction. Yes. Like Yeah. I want to be like her. I am her. Yep. I'm the only one. Well, here's the crazy thing, too, and then we'll get off the topic. I know we've been on it for a while. The crazy thing is Sniper Wolf has been in trouble a lot of times in the past, Mm -hmm. getting called out for her lies because that's all this bitch does is lie. Lie after lie after lie. And everybody knows it's like back to when you were a kid and your parents used to tell you a lie is like a snowball. The more you lie on top of a lie, it's like a snowball that just builds and builds and builds. And before you know it, that snowball eventually is going to just crush. It's going to break because you get exposed. You know, the Uh truth always comes out. It always does. Of course. So she just kept lying and lying. And the crazy thing is she always got away with it when she was married to Sausage, that Evan, because he would get himself and and his cronies and he was able to uh well try to basically uh avoid it and and find ways to get her out of whatever trouble she was in right you know people would call her out they would make videos they would have proof some uh one of the phase guys or whatever actually went to a cell phone store to find that he didn't make up these text messages that she was sending him because he was trying to call her out and say, hey, you were texting me. You were saying that Sausage was abusing you. You wanted to leave him, but that she couldn't because he had so much shit on her. Legal shit. Like, she just got busted after she got divorced. Sausage said, yeah, I created, I created her. I did the gameplay for her. I made her scripts. I did everything for her. And now everything's coming out. And now she's just on a path of, uh, she's on a world tour of trying to make up for her wrongdoings. And she's not doing it right because all she's doing is just covering it up with more lies. So the fall of Sniper Wolf has just continuing. And for some weird reason, she still has an army of, dumb followers that just blindly follow her and believe her and i just don't get it so whatever and that's the and that's sniper wolf and that's that's sniper wolf yep i'm sure that the the saga will continue oh you know it's gonna get bad (laughs) yeah now that nerd city made that video yeah well you you had mentioned uh during your report that uh nerd city was the only one that got the interview yeah no, 
That's incorrect. I seen a new video this morning. I haven't watched it yet, but no shit. As he did another interview. Oh, okay. Well, at that time, he said yeah. that he had the exclusive. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, fairly certain. Yeah. Fairly certain. It said something about we have an interview with Azzy. So. Okie dokie. Um, and I'm glad. I'm glad she's speaking up. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Because some of the things she had mentioned during that interview broke my heart a little bit when she said that she stopped talking the way that she spoke. Because of Sniper yeah. Wolf. Yep. I mean, this girl was stealing her identity. Literally. Yep. You know, not like just getting a credit card or whatever. She stole her <laughs> I, completely. Yeah. I For a moment, I did. I pulled that one photo up that you described with the dresses. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, how blatant can you be? Yeah. And then, like I said, lie about it. And then to turn around and think that the world is that stupid. Yes. I That's mean, exactly it. What a narcissistic asshole. Like I said, and I, it shocks me that her fans are so blind. They're blindly following and believing her. But you don't have to reply to me on here. I was replying so that um, Aria Jade. I don't think she's here anymore. Okay. Well, it's all good. Okay. Never mind. My bad. Um, moving we're gonna, on. We're going to go see the Marvels. Tomorrow. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not looking forward to it, but we we gotta. Yeah, we gotta see. It. I'm gotta. I'm curious. I'm curious. I've I've heard both sides mm. of mm-hmm. this story. Okay. I've heard both sides of it. Yep. And um I have the some... ma- the majority of the consensus is not good. Dumpster from, fire. From, from what we're hearing. Dumpster fire. Um, now, like I said, we haven't seen it yet. We're going to go see it tomorrow. But I think it'd be kind of fun to maybe check out a couple of these reviews mm-hmm. from people that have seen it already. And there's a couple credi- credible people. I, I like to watch their reviews on yep. other things. So I trust their opinion. Yep. All right. And, uh, and then tomorrow after we – or for the next episodes, then yeah. we'll have our – Official review for the Marvels. Yep. Um, yeah, I got a couple uh, reviews myself. Um, now, you have reviews from actual, you know. I got the, this is up right now. This content is content creators. R- Rotten Tomatoes uh, currently is sitting at 62%, which is fresh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now, is that audience? The audience. Critics? That's the critic score is at 60%. The audience score is at 85%. <laughs> I call bullshit. <laughs> I think that's rigged. It, rigged. Maybe. Meanwhile, the New York Times, okay? okay? The New York Times, their headline is The Marvel's Review. You've seen this movie 32 times before. That's exactly what it said. Okay. Yeah. That's that's the title. And then uh let's see. Do do do. Here is just a couple uh, reviews, just the titles, okay? Now, The Hollywood Reporter, uh, their title is The Marvels, divides movie critics, breezy fun versus abject misery, box, The Marvels, goofy and bold, shows there's still some magic left in the MCU. You know, that's the one that is, you know... There's, or the Marvels. Oh yeah, there's there's some there's some shields out there. Oh, but, yeah. but let me let me 
There are people that have generally enjoyed yeah, the I film. Get that. I okay, get that. Yep. not everybody's lying through their teeth. I know, I know. Okay, okay. Forbes, uh, the Marvels is exactly the great fun superhero movie Marvel Studios needs. That's from Forbes, and then um, uh, let's see. I got here. Here's a fresh review from the Atlantic. Pleasurably lightweight. Its story unburdened by the off-screen drama of the studio that made it. The shortest film in the, in the MCU at a runtime of 105 minutes, this sprightly sequel to 2019's Captain Marvel operates like a breezy road trip comedy. <laughs> That's a fresh. Now okay. here, let me give you a... Uh, this is a not fresh from David Fear at Rolling Stone. This wobbly addition to the overall saga does not pass muster as either a sequel to a 2019 Captain Marvel solo outing or a some of its part some of its parts team up. So he didn't like it. Rolling Stone, yeah. Okay, Rolling Stone also said, um, "Is Marvel hanging its female super superheroes out to dry?" That's from Rolling Stone. Okay. And then Entertainment Weekly says one of the Marvels shines brighter than the others. And that's because a lot of people have said uh, – I said I did it again. A lot of people have said uh, other videos and uh, – uh, oh, my God. Amon Vellani. Amon Vellani is a superstar. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people were saying that on the videos and things that I've read and the – Overall census is Brie Larson, blah, doll, sucks. Monica Rambeau, uh, the, uh, how do you say her name again? Um, the, the actress that plays Monica Rambeau. Uh, t- come on, man. Tayana Paris. Paris. That's yeah. it. Okay. Um, she, a lot of people were saying she's okay. She's, she brings an okay performance. Okay. And then it's mixed. With the, what's her name? Amon Vellani. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, brain fart. It's mixed. A lot of people like her say she's the star. And mm-hmm. then others are saying she's annoying as hell. So, it, it, it's, everybody's taste is different. Everybody's taste is different. Did you see Screen Rant? <laughs> um, it says 10 reasons the Marvel's reviews are so negative. No. Um. Number 10 is the comedy doesn't land. Number 9, the musical segment is too long and out of place. 8 is the story isn't cohesive enough. 7 is the villain is a worse version of Thor Ragnarok's Hela. (laughs) Uh, 6, the dialogue has too much technical jargon. 5 is... Audiences need to have done homework to know the characters. Four, the quantum band is a MacGuffin. Three, Carol Danvers is too strong. Two, Marvel fatigue has set in. And number one, none of the trio's personalities are enough to carry a movie. Done. So. Sounds about right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. We'll find out for ourselves, I guess. Okay. Um, I have some video reviews I was going to pull up. Okay. 
This one here, this first one's from Kristen Harloff. I actually just uh, just caught wind of his channel through the Den of Nerds. I watch okay. I watch Josh on Den of Nerds a lot, and uh, he did something similar where he was watching some of these video reviews, and I just I can't help it. I got to share these, yeah, because I think it's pretty incredible. Absolutely. <clears throat> I'm gonna give you the positives first. Okay, the positives first. The positives are that the the team, the chemistry between the three actresses, the three characters, Ms. Marvel, I guess Professor Marvel, if you want to say Monica Rambeau, and, and Captain Marvel works really good. Kamala is so good. Kamala is so good in this uh, role as the kind of like the Tom Holland type character, right? And then you've got them. And that's what a lot of people... A lot of you're gonna hear that. That's uh, uh, a pretty common theme I've been hearing from all the different reviewers that Amon Vellani steals the show. Okay. Relationship between Carol and Monica, that emotional thread works. That's it. That's this it. Is a bad movie. That's it. It's a bad, bad movie. Movie. Why? Because the writing is horrendous. It has no idea what it wants to be. Oh, this movie has no yep. idea what it wants to be. It starts off so chaotic at one point, but then it starts to kind of fit into this mold of like, oh, okay, this is what it wants to do. It's forming this team between, and now we understand kind of where this is going. Real quick, I like his sweatshirt. You can't see it real good here, but it says Rebel Scum. Rebel Scum? Rebel Scum from Star Wars. Oh, Oh, you Rebel Scum. Okay. Yeah, it's cool. And then something happens, is what I'm going to say. No spoiler here. It's a bit, and the bit entirely almost ruins the movie. And then <laughs> oh, there's another no. bit that is just, it lost me because this movie has no clue. There's no plot. It really has no plot and a forgettable villain. It's back to the, Mar- the Marvel movie having forgettable Oh, villain. no. It's not, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, after a half an hour, I'm like, maybe it's going to start to move into something and then it goes, That's what I heard about the, the villain. <laughs> yeah. A forgettable, yeah. it's the same shit we've seen a million times. All right, we move on to the to the next one here um Greg the one no, no the one guy I seen I don't think I have his video pulled up but he actually said he didn't even know the name of the villain until the credits rolled <gasps> he goes That's I didn't even bad. know I didn't even know her name was Darben until the credits rolled That's bad. So I'm curious to I'm that's something I'm gonna be looking for when we go see this tomorrow is like do they even mention the bitch's name? Yeah, or? we'll have to watch out for that. Um, so this here this is Greg from Real Rejects. I like yeah I, I like their show. Um, He's they, funny. they they put out some really good uh, episodes and Greg here actually does a weekly podcast with Paul from Heavy Spoilers. Oh, okay, where they sit down and they just shoot the shit about stuff too, and it that's a pretty that's awesome. That's a neat dynamic to watch. Oh yeah, absolutely. So uh, just listen to the beginning. <laughs> this is great, hey guys. This is the first MCU press screening I've ever been to, where they actually gave the audience a free alcoholic beverage and you know what that usually means for anyone who's been to plenty of press screening oh no when they're throwing a free alcohol you you know how the studio oh works. no what they got on their no hands. greg no greg what is going on there citizens of the reject nation now greg greg and his body here i mean they um They've been accused, and this is something I like to point out too. They've been accused as being shills, right? Because yeah. they always have fairly positive things to say about Marvel stuff. 
Uh, same with like Denim Nerds and and some of these other guys that you follow. They're like, uh, yeah. Th- yeah, they're just Disney shills. You know, they're like, not though. new rock stars. Like they're that's a shill oh, company. There, straight time. up. Big Eric time. Voss, he's a super shill. I hate him. But uh, just listen. Greg and John here today. John. We just watched the Marvels. Burbank is oh. quite serious about any kind of recording, so we're going to have to keep this quick, and I'm glad we do, because <laughs> I'm going to be very, very direct with you guys. Leave a like on this video if you dare to. John, quickly give them the plot if there is one. That's an oh. easy Look, there's this uh, Kree warrior who's real mad about the events of Captain Marvel. So she's searching out, uh, you know, various means of. Okay, so here's a here's a quick question. I just thought about this. All right, so this villain Darben, mm-hmm. right? She's all butt hurt from the events of the first Captain Marvel movie. Yeah, that took place in the '90s. Yeah. And this is supposed to be modern day MCU because we have Ms. Marvel and we have uh, Spectrum, mm-hmm. um, Monica and uh, Kamala Khan. So what? This this door Ben's been like steaming Waiting? for like what twenty thirty years? I was just about to say, yeah. What year? Thirty was, some years. What year was that first Marvel? Ninety four. It's supposed to be a ninety. It was a ninety something, but it wasn't like nineteen ninety. It was like ninety three, ninety four. If it was ninety three or ninety four, then it would have been. That's like, like 30, thirty years. Thirty ago. years, yeah, yeah. Thirty years. He's been steaming all on on uh, that whole shit. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to clarify that. Extracting yep. revenge. Let's just put it that way. Meanwhile, Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan, Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, and uh, Monica Rambeau, they all discover uh, that their powers are interlinked somehow. All those circumstances intertwine to where they gotta figure out what this weird power switching thing is and how to stop the villain. That's <sighs> what it's about. Okay, alright, I'm just gonna give you guys uh, some quick Yay. here. Amon Villani is easily the best part of this what movie. What everyone's saying. I thought that might be the case before watching this film. Sure enough, she is. She steals every scene she's in. Yeah. I like the appearance from her family that is laced throughout this entire You know, Brie Larson's well. pissed off about that. Great. John, did you like him on Probably. Very much so, definitely. She's great, right? Yep, she is terrific. I mean, Brie Larson, boy, have they made her relatable. Who's she is relatable. Why is she having some fun? She's lightened up a bit. I really like Brie Larson individually quite a bit. Her personality, I thought she was much more appealing this time around. I quite enjoyed all three of them yes. in this, at least individually, and oftentimes yeah. together, and, and Tiana Paris is another terrific actor, you know. I like her. Good. Yeah. I think she's a good actress. We're giving her. <laughs> yes, yes, I would um, say that too. And the movie occasionally has some cool visuals, occasionally there's some cool action scenes. I don't know about I've heard scene, that. But there'll be moments within the action, like there's this whole thing where whenever they use their powers, they're switching spots with each other, and mm-hmm. sometimes there's some really cool choreography that happens there. That is the word that came to mind watching it. I was choreography. Like, cool, inventive choreography here. And I thought generally when it gave way to an action scene... As Mint's new owner. Okay, well, that's, uh, that seems like a good place to stop on hey, that there's one. Ryan Reynolds. Uh, speaking of Ryan Reynolds and his empire, right? Seems like a good place to stop for him. Uh, yeah. Greg on the, and the Real Rejects, he continues to go on and, and, and says similar things to what all the other critics have been saying, that pretty much this movie doesn't know what it wants to be, it doesn't have much of a plot, it's all over the place, it doesn't yep. know if it wants to be a comedy, a drama, an action film. 
No, I'm sorry, but when you have a villain that is forgettable, a villain that you don't even know their name, um, that just is meshed in with all the other villains, it's well, like it's, that, and it's, that it's, does not make a good action movie. That and all they, it sounds like all they did was reskin Ronan. That's what Ronan, it, yeah. Ronan was the bad guy in the first movie, kind of. That's what they said. Yeah, uh, they just yeah. took Ronan. Some critics were saying that. Yeah, took Ronan. It made him a chick. Yep. He got his the hammer. Yep. That turns purple without a purple without the power stone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've heard some complaints on that as yeah, well. Like, like what I, the hell? I don't get it. Uh, Ronan had the power stone in Guardians of the Galaxy one, yep. and he infused it into his hammer. Yep. And that's how his hammer became so powerful and it had that purple glow. Mm-hmm. Now, from what I understand, the the bands, remember the bands in Ms. Yep. Marvel? That has something yep. to do with um, with uh, Dar Band and her powers, and somehow she infuses the other band with the hammer. Yeah, I, I, I seen something about that. And as it just, well. you know, just so happens to also be purple, <sighs> right? Oh, God almighty. All right, here's John Campia. So, uh, he's he can be kind of a shill, yeah, but not too much. He he yeah. he does kind of tell it how it is, whether it's good or not. I was about to say, you, you know, normally but like he will. Him. He 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 has been known to shill a little bit. You usually now. like him though. Yeah, I do. Here, I just got out of seeing the Marbles. I've heard a lot of very very Hi, mixed things. Now Hi, I can kind of understand why. Uh, this is the fourth out of the last five MCU films that have failed to be great. Uh, that being said, it's not bad. Uh, let me tell you something. Uh, about it. There's two particular hold on. entire jo- He goes, it's not bad. Like it's the way like, he yeah, says don't, it. Don't try and fucking, you know, it's not you, you just said, bad. you just said that, you know, it, it, this two movie is going to be horrible. Entire giant sequences that really made me roll my eyes and cringe. One involves a singing and dancing planet. I've heard that. Uh, oh, that was one involves a lot of cats, and it wasn't because it was cats. It's just that the whole sequences were just made no sense. Oh. I've heard. I've heard about this singing thing. Okay. Yeah. In the, the music. In the shit. trailers, you see the the Asian gentleman. Yeah. And I guess on this planet that they go to. The plants? Huh? The planet. Oh, planet. The planet that they go to, everybody sings to communicate. Yeah, to talk. And if you don't sing, like, you could say, hey, how are you doing today? And they're not going to understand a fucking word you're saying. But if you go, hello, how are you doing today? They'll understand you. That's stupid. It doesn't make any. Why would they add that? It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Fucking Marvel's movie. Like, a Marvel movie. Like, oh, my God. Ah, and then the cringe. And then I've I've also heard bad things about the flurkins. The kitties? The kitties. No. I heard the kitties were dumb as fuck. I love kitties. <laughs> but they're not even real kitties. They're all CGI kitties. Oh, well, that makes it even worse. Also, by the way, this movie just completely ripped off the plot of Spaceballs. Uh, once you see the movie, uh. you know what I'm talking about. It just kind of does that. Um, I forgot about him saying that, and that is something I want to pay attention to when we go see this movie tomorrow. Okay. Space balls, right? 
Because yep. that's one of my favorite movies. I love Spaceballs. I space fucking balls. love Spaceballs. I love it. So I'm very to curi- very curious to see what the connection could be now, there. That being said, it also felt more like an episode of television than it did like a feature film Ooh. for me. So there's that. Now, here's what an saves episode of the television. Movie. What oh, saves no. the movie and makes it, I think, enjoyable is what you've probably heard a lot of other people say. The chemistry between the three leads is great and the movie is stolen by Iman Vellani once again Canadian girl uh, once again Iman Vellani it uh, seems to be the general consensus that if it wasn't for her like she's saving this whatever remnants of this movie it if it wasn't for her it like it would just be complete garbage like I said you know you know Brie Larson's so mad Prob- about that probably <laughs> probably uh, Kamala Khan Ms. Marvel I love. I think I have one more after this, and then we'll get. Then we'll get the Loki. Highlights the way she interacts with the two other leads is great. Samuel Jackson's quite solid. Uh, Do stick around for the post credit scene. There's only one, a mid credit scene. There is no end credit scene. Okay, Uh, that I'm getting conflicting reports on the whole the whole post credit situation. I've heard. Yeah, go ahead. Most people are saying one. Most people are saying one post credit or mid credit scene. Okay, uh-huh. and I'm, I'm not going to talk about it. I know what it is. I've seen it because yeah. it's on it's on the internet. If you really want to see it, go look it. I'm not going to pull it up here. Yeah. Um. But there was a second post credit scene that I had heard about, and I've heard one or two people mention that they've seen this post credit scene. So, like, does it exist or doesn't it? Or is it? Some, what I might be thinking is instead of being a post credit scene, could it be a closing shot? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, uh, instead of, because most people are saying that there's nothing at the very end, right? Yeah. You don't have to sit through the five minutes of names to see something at the very end. Yeah. You have, you know, how, like your movie will end, then you'll have like your animated credits. Right, when they show, like, the main cast, and then they end with the title of the film. Yeah. And then right after that is when you have your mid credit scene. Yeah. Right? So maybe before those final credits roll, we get that other scene that people were could be. saying exists. So Yeah, could be. Um, which I won't, go, I won't get into exactly what that is either, just in case it is in there. So yeah. one more review, and then we're going to... We're going to move on to Loki. Can it finally be accepted reality that this kind of crap is written by AI? Uh, did you say who this is? This is good. I mean, is it not? Jeremy Johns. There you go. Yeah. What? Had to say crap at the beginning of this video for YouTube monetization purposes. The AI bot really hates it when you swear in the first few seconds of your video. That said, we're more than a few seconds in now. So what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Oh my god, hold on. So what the fuck, man? So in this <laughs> what the fuck, man? Otherwise known as post-Endgame MCU DLC, we now have the Marvels. Unreal. Marvel, Monica Rambeau and Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan, they all team up, and something happens to where <gasps> when one uses their powers, they'll swap with the other one. And I gotta say, when I saw the first trailer for the Marvels, which heavily concentrated on that mechanic, I was like, that could be fun. I don't know that that mechanic had to be some super big budget MCU monstrosity. I mean, you could have had an indie film with that premise, oh boy, that would have been fun. That would have been fine. Everything, everywhere, swapping around. 
Working time. You get what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Everything <laughs> everywhere. Swap it around. Then when I saw the second trailer that just looked like generic big budget MCU space adventure nonsense, I was like, there it is. I gotta give <laughs> there it is. There it is. Iman Vellani, who plays Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel. Once again, Iman Vellani. She was the screen presence in the entire film. I've wow. not seen Miss Marvel, so this is my introduction to her, but I have heard she's great in Miss Marvel. And I do get it after seeing this. She has an endearing quality to her. It might actually be real life bleeding over onto the screen. A fan yes. girl who's now playing in the sandbox. Yes, she wants I agree with that. Mm-hmm. It works. She was actually the... I've mentioned that before. You and I have talked about Amon Vellani. And like, she's just this ball of positive energy. You know what I mean? Okay. And, and she is a fan first. She's a big comic book nerd. She reads the comics and is obsessed with all everything Marvel, just like yep. we are, you know, or yep. how I am. Yep. Uh, she actually was in an interview, and they were asking her about the whole 616 thing and Multiverse of Madness, and she was like, no, it's yeah. not 616. It's 1999999. Because <laughs> that's what it's supposed to be. 616 is the main comic book continuity. Mm-hmm. The main comic book universe is 616. But they doubled down on it. Uh, in the most recent episode of Loki, they mentioned the word 616. So Okay. It's 616 now. Oh, boy. So, ready to move on to Loki? Yeah. We're going to see this movie tomorrow, and we will give you our take, our thoughts. Our, uh, our review. Our review, yeah. We gotta go see this thing for ourselves. Yeah. Um, I, I, I am, I am very curious to see it. I, uh, I'd be lying if, if I said otherwise. Um, but I'm a big Marvel fan, right? Mm -hmm. Good or bad. I like seeing them all to see exactly, I gotta see it for myself. Yeah. Right? Um, there's. Rumors of a few things that are supposed to happen in this film that I'm very curious about. Yeah. Because it has to do with the trajectory of the MCU as a whole. Yeah. But other than that, um, yeah, we're just going to have to wait and see. Yep. I'm curious about that Spaceballs thing. Yeah, we'll have to check it out. You know what I mean? Mm Because I love Spaceballs. What was uh, John Blurf or... Or what the hell is his name? John Candy. Yeah, John Candy. Barf. 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 Why'd I say Blarf? Barf. Close yeah. enough. Yeah. Samsonite. Samsonite. I still got to get that one. Way off. <laughs> you know what else I forgot? What? What else I forgot when we were talking about Sniper Wolf? What? This. Shame. Shame. You beat me by one second. Shame. Right. Oh, well. Hey. Is what it is. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. It's We're a, learning. It's a process. Yep. Loki. Yay. All yeah, right. I just want to say Loki, season two, it's over, but. Yes. Bravo. Yes. Um, before Bravo. we go any farther, I just want to issue a standard spoiler warning because um, we're going yeah. gonna to be talking spoilers yep. from here on out. For Loki season one, season two, episode six, the whole fucking shebang. Yep. Um, Loki. So if you're not caught up and you don't want to know what has gone down in this series, then 
bounce out, come back whenever you've seen it, and uh, check out the review. So, yep, absolutely. There's your warning. Okay. Um. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. In fucking sane. Insane. The, uh, right off the get, Loki season two has been the best written, produced, mm-hmm. visually satisfying any movie series that has come out of Marvel yeah. in a long time. Probably since oh, the God. first season of Loki. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I mean, I'm being kind of silly on that. Guardians of the Galaxy was good. Yeah. Okay, the, that the was third, really good. Yeah, guard, yeah. Um, I'm that's trying to think. Kind other of than it, that, yeah. Other <laughs> than that, that's it. Quantumania was a it was a disappointment. Lop. Uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. I don't even want to talk about. Oh God, that just gives me a bad taste. Because in my mouth. Gore the God Butcher was one of my most favorite villains from Marvel Comics, and they fucking butchered him. Oh, they destroyed him. So destroyed him. The, the whole yeah, move on. The whole fucking movie sucked. Thor, Thor, Love and Thunder. Oh, it makes it me was, angry. It, it makes bad. me angry. Um, Loki season season two, episode six. It was the final episode. It just aired Thursday evening, and uh, we already said bravo. Um, this this episode brought everything full circle. Yep, literally. Um, and at once you've seen it, or if, if you've seen it, you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about. I love the score in this series, like the musical score, like every opening, I, I love the, the music that they use, uh, how they film, you know, the, the openings for the score each was incredible. Yeah. Like it, it was amazing. I think Loki has probably the best score out of all the Marvel properties out of every single thing that marvel has produced even before the mcu was a thing yep the score for this show is just i don't know it's weird it's outer worldly Mm -hmm. you know yeah uh bizarre it's just it it kind of gives me like a tim burton feel a little bit yeah you know what i mean yep and Visually, I mean, the special effects in this series, I could say, were very well done, especially in in comparison to some of the recent things that we have seen, like She-Hulk. You know what I mean? The the CGI in that series was not very good. Oh, it was horrible. Um, I I don't even know what to say. Yeah. Yeah. the way I got my notes here, I kind of have everything broke down scene by scene. Yeah. I don't think we really need to do that. We don't need to go scene by scene, but what I could say is, like you said, they brought it full circle, and you really get connected, I would say, in this season. The way that I felt was I connected to Loki mm-hmm. a lot more. Okay. Um, you seen a side of him that we started to get in the first season and it just made you want more and you wanted to see more of that good side that 
the strength that he has inside of himself, mm-hmm. um, the compassion that he has, that you know, for and just his heart altogether. He the, does. He has a heart. The character arc for Loki. Yes. Season one, season two was incredible. Absolutely. And like I said, you in in this finale, you see just what an amazing god he really is and and being just i he's a superhero Mm -hmm. i i know that he was he started out as a villain as a villain but ended as a hero but ended as a hero with the ultimate sacrifice yeah yeah yes and i think he just oh my god tom hiddleston's amazing um amazing well the loki series starts off with a variant of loki that we've seen in infinity we're not infinity war endgame Mm-hmm. Okay, Endgame, during uh, the events of that film, the Avengers figure out how to travel through time in order to collect the Infinity Stones so they could reverse Thanos' snap. Yep. Whilst doing that, they had to go back to New York in 2012 during the uh, Battle of New York whenever Loki initially invaded mm-hmm. to get uh, the Space Stone, mm-hmm. right? And during that whole... Adventure, when they were trying to get that stone, uh, Loki was able to get his hands on it. It got knocked out of the case. This variant of Loki grabbed it, and he knows how to use it, so he fucking bounced. That was a Mind Stone, wasn't it? No, that was the Space Stone. Oh, okay. I don't know why. He had the Mind Stone in his scepter. That's right, in the scepter. Yes. My bad. Uh, That was the one that Steve Rogers went after in the elevator. Yes. Okay? And Robert Downey Jr., and Ant-Man went after the Space Stone. Yep. Okay? Yep. It got knocked out of the case. Loki picks it up, and he zaps out of there, and he ends up in a Mongolian desert, right? Yep, I, I think he, he wasn't. He was just trying to get out of there. Yeah, just get away. So now he's in Mongolia, and immediately the TVA arrives because this is not supposed to happen on the sacred timeline. Nope. Right? And they nab him up, and they take him in, and Loki, his mindset is still, I am burdened with glorious purpose. Mm-hmm. I was born to take the throne. It is my birthright. Yep. I don't care what anybody says, and I don't care what I have to do to, to get do it. it. Yep. And he wanted to rule without having respect. Yeah. Right? He didn't have any respect for his subjects. He just wanted to rule. Yeah. Okay? Just an arrogant prick. And throughout his story in this these two seasons, yeah. throughout his story, he learned that that drive he had before was— Not sel- the way to go. It, it, no, it was selfish. Yeah. That was not the way to go. Absolutely. And— I feel that he he learned what uh, what it takes to be a good ruler. Mm-hmm. What it takes to he he well, learned here's compassion. He's not really a ruler, though. He's well, not I, ruling. I don't. Anything. I don't. I don't mean ruler. I meant um, it, he learned what it takes to uh, get respect. He has to give respect to get respect. Right. And he learned that. And like I said. In this story, he learned compassion. Mm-hmm. He learned the meaning of friendship. He learned, you know, he learned self selflessness. 
not yes, selfishness. Absolutely. Selfishness. At the highest level. Yep. Uh, and it took, well, we already said spoilers. It took yeah. hundreds of years. Hundreds. Hundreds of years for him to <sighs> really, really <laughs> figure it out. Yep. And I tell you what, let's kind of go through this a little bit. Okay. All right. Um, the beginning of the episode started a little different than what we're used to. Yeah. Um, the opening crawl played in reverse. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah. That, you, the, the opening where they say your Mar- the, Marvel the Marvel Studios logo. Yeah. Normally that starts with the flickering of yep. the comic book pages mm-hmm. and then turns into live action footage that as it's zooming out turns into the, out. the Marvel logo. Yep. Well, they did that whole sequence in reverse. Yeah, which they I went thought was kind of neat. Into the Marvel logo, into the live action, and then into the flipping of the comics. Oh, here we go. Yeah, you got it. You got it up. Bear with me. Just listen to the score. Well, I turned uh, the, you, turn yeah, the volume yeah. off. Can't yeah, do that. Yeah, I can't do that shit. Tisk, tisk. Tisk, tisk. But we can watch this a little bit. Yeah. Right. See, it goes and, into the Marvel. And in, let's pause it, huh? Probably yeah. got to pause it. Mm-hmm. Pause it and, and then play. it goes pause, into play. the live action. Yeah. Pause. Huh? Boom. Woo, there's Cap. Oh, there's Cap. Nice. Nice. Thor. Iron Man. I love this fucking show. I, I just want. I just need to say that pause. That I love this show. All right, we get the picture. We don't yeah, have you, to watch you, the whole goddamn get, thing. Yeah, you get the picture. Yep. Okay. And that instantly takes us right back to where we left off in the last episode. Yep. Yeah. Where Loki has finally learned how to fully control his time slipping. Mm-hmm. Right? And he goes and he, he tries to change the outcome of the destruction of the time loom. Yep. Right? Which we've seen explode a few times. And we've seen Mr. Uh, Mr. Victor Timely get spaghettified a few times. Yep. Right? And that was kind of cool in this episode, too. We got to see that same moment, but at some a couple different angles. Yeah, and it was funny because Loki kept going. Again. 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 And, Mo- and it, it Mobius. Just kept going, get down there as fast as you can. Hit the green button and come back as fast as you can. <laughs> Do in. not set it down on the platform or it will roll off the platform. And I, I love, like, kudos to Tom Hiddleston and his acting, okay? Mm-hmm. Because I love him. That was one thing I really liked in this series where they didn't have to tell you anything. You knew everything you needed to know just by looking at his face. You knew his emotions, yeah. Exactly. He, he played, I mean, to make yourself show that much fear, mm-hmm. to show that much joy, to show that much sadness, to show that much confusion, defeat, I mean, you name it. And he played it so well in his acting, in his facial expression. Right. The, his eyes watering up, uh, you know, just the look in his eyes of, like I said, defeat or joy, c- accomplishment, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, just so he, he, Tom. he's trying to change the outcome of the destruction of the time loom and he slowly goes farther and farther back in time. Yep. Right. Um, and each time he's asking like, OB, what could we have done different? Right. Yeah. Each time he goes back, he learns something new, 
until eventually he actually he started going back farther and farther in time. And I like the one part where he busted into the room where Ms. Minutes and Ravona was. <laughs> I love that. Part. He comes in. He's like, Ms. Minutes, I know you're hurt. I know I know that you're angry, but we need your help and we need it right now. And she just kind of blinks. Yeah. Like shocked. Like what? Everyone, How'd you know? Yeah, everyone's like, what the fuck is going on? But then we see him grabbing Victor Timely at an earlier time, taking mm-hmm. him out. And then he's like, Victor Timely, OB, guess what? You both wrote the TVA handbook. Isn't that something? And then he just moves on. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> it's like he's just he's been going through it every single time. And and, he, and each time he's he's trying to do it quicker because he's thinking right. we need more time. And he has no he can't explain this to anybody. There's no nope. time for that shit. Nope. Because and not to mention, like, what do you mean you came through? Time, you can travel through time. Then they're going to want to talk to him about that. Right. Yep. And it's wasting time. Yep. And it gets to the point where he's like, all right. I need to know more. Yeah. Right? So he can help. I can't come back and just try and explain this situation fast. I need to know everything that there is to know. And he asks OB, you know, how long will it take for me to know everything about physics and engineering? Because OB was a he was a professor professor of theoretical physics. Yep. And on on the timeline. And then uh, you know, OB said, Well, decades. And then timely Leans in, he says, centuries. Well, before that, remember, he said, I'm I'm a fast learner, and I'm a god. Well, he goes, well, how much do you know? Yeah. He goes, assume I don't know much, but I'm a fast learner, and I'm a god. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, when Timely, yeah, Timely said says centuries, centuries, the screen goes black, and kudos to Marvel for not giving us a fucking training montage. Yeah. Okay? They just gave us... Centuries later up on the screen, I probably won't be able to find that fast enough. It says centuries later on the screen, and it just jumps right back into what we had been following. He's yeah. back at the end of time, right before the loom explodes, except through Tom's actions, through Loki's action actions in this scene, mm-hmm. we know he's been at it for fucking centuries. Oh, yeah, you see him at the computer just, just typing away like he knows exactly what buttons to hit yes. and everything. Yes, and then... And, like, that's when he told, um, timely, don't set the loom down on the platform because it will rule off. Watch the step. It, there's a trip hazard there. Right. It's like, so he knows he that knows they've everything. gone through this, that he's tripped, that he's dropped the damn thing, I like that when, fell off the platform before. I like when he cuts Mobius off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, Mobius goes, oh, okay, see, looks like someone's coming for your job. Yeah, I'm a coming, I'm a coming. OB, didn't he say? Or? No, Casey oh, was getting was ready. Casey, to, yeah, Casey okay. was talking, Tom cut him off, or Mobius was talking. And Tom cut him off. He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm a coming. I'm a coming. Yeah, I'm coming for your job. Funny. I'm a coming. I'm a coming. Um, so he goes through the hundreds of years of training. And like I said, thank you, Marvel, for not giving us yeah, a we training don't, montage. We don't need to see, I didn't yeah. need to see Loki at college. Yeah. Um, it would have destroyed the pacing that they had. Exactly. I mean, this episode was just bam, just, bam, 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 bam. Yep. Hit beat after beat after beat. Yep. Um, so, yeah, he learns everything there is to know about theoretical physics, engineering, and everything there is to know about the TVA. That's what I, t- I took it at. Yeah. Not just, you know, getting his doctrine, but yeah, he, he knows every everything. single nook and cranny of that TVA. Yep. Right? Yep. 
comes back to the end of time once again, and they go through everything as we've been watching up to this point, except Timely actually makes it out onto the platform this time. Mm-hmm. And we watch him make it all the way to the end. We were like nervous at first because when he first comes out those doors, we think spaghetti. Yeah. But then it, it just that. Uh, the energy. The energy just boom, boom. Stop, we like, yeah, it stops him in his tracks and like he was struggling. Yeah. Getting to the end and he gets there and goes through all the motions and they fix it. Right, yep. they shoot the the the, temp, the temporal multiplier, the temporal multiplier. Yep. They shoot that out into the time loom. Remember before that, he he goes hit the green button and then he he does it and then nothing happens. And look, he goes hit it again. Could be a little sticky. Mm-hmm. And then he did, he's like the green button smash, and it shoots the harpoon out, hits the time loom, and the rings begin to expand, yep. right? We we see the rings starting to expand on the time loom, and they all get this sense of relief, right? Oh, you could was that, happy. Especially Loki. You could see it. You could see face. it like, oh, my yep. God, it's it's actually, it's going to work. Mm-hmm. And that also told us that, okay, this is the first time he's gotten this far, yep. right? Yep. And they get through everything. The time loom expands, and then it starts to break down again immediately. Yeah. Right? Yep. And timely, he says to Loki that um, it's a scaling problem, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter how big they make it. Yep. If you have infinite timelines, yep. these timelines are just growing and growing and growing and growing. You can't they're build gonna, something that's infinite in size. Well, like he said, they're just going to keep... Uh, OB said they're just going to keep branching. Mm-hmm. They're just going to keep branching, and then that's when Victor time... And the inf- yep. infinity. Yep. So... That's where you could see Tom Hiddleston with his excellent acting skills. You see a, the defeat on his face. Once again. Once Pump, again. Pumpkins. That was the part right there. Pumpkins. Pumpkins. Yeah, that, that was an old-time saying for, like, I did it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, so he figures out that this ain't working, right? This ain't working out for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he decides to go back to He Who Remains from last season. He goes to the spot. Where... He goes to the Citadel where Sylvie kills He Who Remains. Mm-hmm. And at this point, Loki's thinking, I need to stop Sylvie from killing He Who Remains. Yeah. Because if I stop him from killing him, and then we can just... Let the sacred timeline be, yep, and everything will be okay. Because in his mind, at this point, this is the only solution. Yep, is to stop, not kill Sylvie, but to stop Sylvie from yep. killing he who remains and just living with the sacred timeline. Yeah, right. Yep. And this turned into another loop. He just over and over and over and over again trying to stop Sylvie, and it, Sylvie's, you're gonna have to kill me. Yeah, I was just about to say, she, we kept hearing, if you want to stop me, you, you're just going to have to kill me. And then you hear her go to uh, He Who Remains, and you hear, see you soon. Yep. You just hear that over and over and over again. And it, you can see <laughs> Loki's like, God. Now, how much How much you want to, I was. this is something I was thinking about. Do you think he was talking to Sylvie, or was he talking to Loki? I never even thought about that. Was he was he saying see you soon to Sylvie or saying see you soon to Loki because he knew. He knew all this. Mm-hmm. He knew that Loki was going to fucking do all the time slipping, do everything that happened in season two up until this point where he returns. 
right? Because yeah. because he's battling Sylvie. He's battling Sylvie. He's trying to get her to stop until she's like, you're going to have to kill me. Then he lets her go. And then Tom gets frustrated. Loki gets frustrated. And he looks at he remains and he says, why don't you ever try and stop her? Yeah. Aren't you going to help? Yeah. Why don't you ever try and stop? And that cued him into, okay. He knows. He's in it. Yep. He's in the loop. And he pulls up his temp pad and I, I love. What, I like when he does that. He goes and he flicks her away, and she fucking disappears. Well, he paused her at first. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, he looked. At, he looked at Loki, and he goes, "How long you been at this?" Yep. And that's when Loki was like, "And then Loki's like, what did you do?" Yeah. And he goes, "Don't tell me you haven't learned to pause time yet." <laughs> I know, right? Jonathan Majors. Yeah, he, he's 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 a good actor. Minus his personal issues. Yes. Yes, he is a top-class actor. Yeah, I think And is. that yep. scene, that scene that we're talking about right now mm-hmm. between uh, He Who Remains and Loki, yeah. between Jonathan Majors and Tom Hiddleston, yeah. it was just like watching two all-stars playing tennis, bouncing that ball back and forth at each other. Oh, yeah. You know what amazing. I mean? It was amazing. like, okay, your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn, just trying to outdo each other in that scene, and it yeah. was incredible. And they bounced off of each other just perfectly. Um, so he tells Loki, you know, you, uh, you, you haven't learned how to pause time, and basically uh, lets him know that this is you got to kill her. Yeah. Right? This is the only way you're going to stop This is the only her. only way you're going to stop her. Here are your choices. And the same thing he did last season. You have two options, right? Yep. You gave him two options. Mm-hmm. One, uh let everything burn, right? Yep. He's saying let her kill me. Everything fucking burns. He he, knew, my, my variants are already out there. He already knew about Victor timely. Yeah, because he put him there. Right? Yep. And uh option 2 he says, kill Sylvie. And he says, and then we we can protect what is left or whatever. Yep. That really stuck out to me because we learned this season, Kang does not do partners. No, he does not. Okay. That's why he kept uh, racing Ravona's mind. He don't do partners. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think this is still part of his game. He knew Loki would make ultimately make the choice to do what he did. We're getting there. Yep. Um so this scene basically ends with Loki in this ultimatum, right? Mm-hmm. He either needs to kill Sylvie or let it all burn and he's starting to think of uh well, I guess I got to kill Sylvie. Yep. That's where his head is is at this point. So he um Remember he looks, he goes back to see Mobius. Well, before that, remember he actually it it made he who remains kind of be taken back a little when Loki paused. Yeah, Sylvie. Yeah, we're past all that. Oh, well, sorry. It's okay. Yeah, he said, it was it he, was awesome. Well, he looked at the um the. Oh, my God. The equation. The equation, okay. thank you, yeah. And that's another reason why I think this is still part of his plan, because The he, equation was up there. He who remains also prompted it as well. He said the equation remains the same, right? Okay. He says the equation remains the same, which then prompted Loki to look at the chalkboard and see the equation. Yeah. Which prompted him to think, 
well, I'm going to change the equation, mm-hmm. right? There's a third option here. Yeah. But from there, I think he's still thinking, like, I might need to kill Sylvie. Like, he's not, he's not 100%. He he's not a hundred percent sure what he's gonna do yet. Yeah. So he goes back in time to see his best friend, Mobius. Mobius. Mm-hmm. But he goes to see him at a point of his life that Mobius is gonna give him a an honest answer. Yeah. If he would have went and seen Mobius after they became friends, there's a chance that Mobius wouldn't have told him the truth. Yeah. Mobius would have said whatever he needed to say to save Loki. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Makes sense? Yes, it does. So he goes back to a to a time where they first met, and Mobius is still on edge with Loki. Yep. And he knows he's probably going to get a more truthful answer. Mm-hmm. So he goes back and to, to see him, and Mobius tells him a story about him and Renslayer and a mission they had that got botched mm-hmm. because we also learned that remnants of their previous lives. Yeah. Uh, stick with them and he was on a mission where he had to prune this kid yeah. and I think because it was a young boy and he we learned he had young boys that's why he hesitated yep. and Ravona's the one that ended up having to, to finish the job yeah point of the story is is he hesitated got a lot of people killed and ever since then like he just it's not that he takes comfort in what he does. He just knows that that's what he has to do. Yeah. And then Loki asks him how how he copes with it, basically, and he says scar tissue. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, it sucks, but you got to get hard. Yeah. You got to be hard about it. Yeah. He remains said something similar earlier. He goes, I make the hard decisions. That's why I get the big chair. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, exactly. So he gets that conversation with Mobius, and after that, he gets, well, he gets the answer that, okay, well, I got to make the hard decision, right? Mm -hmm. What's the hard decision? Killing Sylvie. So where does he go next to see Sylvie in her last moment? Yeah, when all the, all the very, yeah, all the variants spaghettified away. Mm Mm-hmm. And he stopped time again, said they're standing outside of time. And, of course, he's, like, so—what's the word I'm looking for? So dismissive of everything Loki ever has to say. Oh, yeah, she—I'm sorry, but Sylvie, I did not care for her this season at all. Well, she was underutilized, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, but um, I just—she seemed in the first season like she had a character arc of, you know, she was starting to come around. Um, of course, I didn't like the fact that she killed, you know, he who remained because, like you said, she didn't care. Mm-hmm. She she just wanted what she wanted. She's a very, very selfish person. Right. Now, I understand she is a variant of Loki. And, yes, that is a selfish person right. to begin with. Mm-hmm. But with everything that they've been through, and then especially they're in the last, you know, episode here, and it's like she's learned nothing still. Well, yeah, she's th- learned nothing. He, uh... You know, he's telling like the time loom. Yeah, is a fail safe. Yep. And her answer was so snarky. Yeah. Oh, of course it is. Yeah. Like it was almost as if the like the way I took it. Yeah. Was almost like, yeah, okay, whatever, Loki. You yeah. just you know, like I don't believe you. 
Yeah. Still, I still don't fucking trust you. Yeah. After, after all this shit. Everything. Everything. I still don't trust. Yeah, of course it's a, a fucking fail safe. Oh, how me. about the little snarky remark she gave to him when he, when she finds out that, you know, yeah, he has to kill her, you know, because everything. And she says, well, if you're waiting for uh, my blessing. Yeah. yeah. You're waiting for my blessing. You're not going to get it. Yeah. Uh, another snarky remark. It's like, yeah, we get it, Sylvie. And her, you fucking don't care. I mean, uh, her attitude was as shitty as her haircut. Oh, I hated her fucking haircut. <laughs> you know what like I mean? Like you said, oh, where's was the style in the 80s? I oh. don't care. She's not in the 80s anymore. She's outside of time. Fix your fucking hair. <laughs> God. So from from there, he, um, he, he, he bounces out of that last moment. And well, he, no. Remember he asked her, he says, what do I do? Yeah, Remember? I know, yeah. And she gave him nothing, and then that, I think that's when it snapped in his head, like, I think I had, I do have a third option, right? Well, yeah, yes. During that conversation, she said the word replace. Replace. Yes. When, when does she say replace? I'm trying to think. I can't play it. I know you can't play it, but explain to me, like. See, I can't remember exactly what she said. Yeah. But she said the word replace, and that cued Loki, Loki to think, oh, I can replace him. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So he leaves there and he goes back to the to right before the time loom explodes again. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, hold on, let me find this because this is important. Okie dokie. Got to find that shot. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yep. Right okay. here. Right there. Right? Boom. That face right there says everything. That yep, it does. Says everything. It says he's figured it out and he I knows what, what he I needs to, to do. do. And I at this point here, I honestly think he doesn't think he's gonna survive this. That's what I was yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm thinking, oh my god, he's going to kill himself. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I started crying. I know, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I there did. there were some tears. <laughs> oh my god, I started crying. There were some I'm tears. Like, not my Loki, not and my man Tom Hiddleston, no. I was getting concerned as well, like, oh my god, don't fucking kill Loki. I know. I you was know? gonna I was gonna be really mad. I was going to be very mad if so they did that. Yeah, here's that face. Just he knows. Yep. He knows what needs to be done. He's looking at his friends, his family that he's 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 yeah, this he's is come his family. To, to love. Yeah. Yep. And 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 then he heads heads out, and here's the other, yep. the other look right here. I he says, I know what I want. I know what God, what type of God I need to be. Yep, for you, yep. which calls back to the um, first Thor movie. Okay, yeah, in the first uh, Thor, 2011, Thor breaks the Bifrost. Mm-hmm. At the end of that film, yep. and Loki's getting ready to fall off into the void in the in the space, right? Yep. And he screams out, "I could have done it, Father." Yeah. For you. Yeah. For all of us. Yep. So that's that. That line right there calls back to Thor. Yeah. Loki opens the blast doors with his magic. Mm-hmm. Boom! Opens them blast doors and. Immediately, as soon as them doors opened, yeah, that that temporal radiation started blasting through, and it almost knocked him over. Yeah, 
You know, it. you could see it. I almost mm -hmm. knocked him over. Let me get, get up through there. There we go. And then he walks out. Yep. And this is probably one of my, this is one of my most favorite scenes out of the entire MCU. Oh, me too. Me Lo too. Lo uh, I'm going to call this Loki sacrifice. Yeah. And the, the walk, when he's walking out this this uh, bridge. Yeah. And his human clothes, his human clothes start being stripped off. Yeah. And his godly form mm -hmm. appears. Yeah, you see the cape. He's all in green. Mm -hmm. And then you see the crown on his head. But the crazy thing is, as he keeps walking... The crown starts growing the horns, the Loki horns that he yes. has. Yes. And they get, like, super big. Like, that's yes. like fucking awesome. Now, another thing that, that I want to point out, mm. if you pay attention to even the first episode of season one, okay? Loki was in his outfit. Yeah. That was green and gold. A lot of gold. A lot of flashy. In the in the first Thor movie, in the in the first Thor movie, in the first episode of Loki season one. Oh yeah, that's right? right when they that's picked right. him up, he was yep. still in his in his garbs. But the point is, he had a lot of gold, a lot of rich flashiness. Right? Flashiness. Yeah. Look at me, I'm a god. Yep. The only gold that was in this were the small cracks in his in his crown. Yeah, that's that's true. Small cracks in the crown. Because Everything else was just robes. I was just about to say the the outfit that he has in this scene right here. Mm -hmm. um, even the cape, the cape is like tattered and torn, and and it it is. It's like robes. It's like um something that you would see in in a movie from like a. I don't mean. Looks to get, like something Jesus would. I wear. was just about to say. There don't mean go. to get religious, but yeah, something looks that like Jesus something Jesus would wear. would wear. Yeah, absolutely. But it's green, and it's it's not flashy. And it's not look at me, and it's not rich. Yeah, right. It's, right. And this this is a reflection of Loki's character arc. Right. And, he and went. Sacrifice. He went from you know I want to I want a throne. I want to rule, but not knowing what any of it really means. Yeah. Right. And he just wants to be worshipped. In order, yes, he wants to be worshipped, and and in order to be. Larger than life, he needs to be flashy. He needs the gold. He needs, right? He needs to be a Kardashian. Yeah, right. Basically, yeah. When yep. you don't need all that flashy stuff, nope. You just need to be you. Yeah, right. And you that's to care about others. Right. So here he goes. Yep. Everyone starts freaking out. Like, what the hell's going on? And yeah, right here. Yeah. You said that face right there is just yeah, intense. It's a very intense look. Like it almost doesn't even look like Tom Hiddleston. A little bit. It, it it's weird. It's like it his face morphed into something different. Hey, you can see his age a little bit in there too. Yeah, that's true too. You know, but, you know, for a second we were talking about this. Um, for a second, I thought when he was doing this, he was going to turn into the old man version. Yeah. Of. Because remember, uh, who played him uh, in the first season? What was he, his no, not Hugh Grant. Not what the hell Hugh am Grant. I thinking? Yeah. Um, you know who I'm talking about. Yes. Because yeah. he played, didn't he play Loki? Um, yeah. In 
something else? No. Oh, I thought that he did. Never mind. No, he just played old man Loki in last season in the void. Okay. Anyways. I would have liked to see him come back. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I thought he was, when his face is like this, I thought that's who he was going to morph into. Like, That'd the be, old man. Nah, that would, that would have taken away from Tom Hiddleston. Exactly. That's why I was like, oh, God, please don't do yeah, it. Yeah, that would have taken but, away from, from, from No, no, Tom. no. I'm, I'm glad that they did not do it. But what I'm saying is, yeah, that face is just really intense. And when he does this, it's insane to see the looms just boom, boom, explode. And I like how once the loom is destroyed, mm-hmm. there's no more. The light's gone. Yeah. All the light goes away. It's yeah. almost like it's pitch black. Like it's darkness. And that entire void instantly filled up with timelines. Yeah. Gee. All those branches, all those vines. Yeah. Each and every one of those is a timeline. But it's crazy because every single one of them was dark. They were black. Well, they were dying. Yeah. They were all dying. Yeah. That's what OB said. He said the branches are dying. Yep. And like so, Loki Loki second. uses his essence and his magic to bring them back to bring them back to to rejuvenate. Yeah, the multiverse, and he starts. I think he realizes that okay, well, I survived all that. Yeah, and he's still kind of figuring the things out because you see, he grabbed the vine, the first vine. Yeah. And he's kind of looking at it curiously, and yeah. he pushes a little magic into it, and he could probably feel it. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, I could do something here." And he grabs another one. Yep. And then he grabs another one, and he looks back the final time. Right. He looks back. Oh, where's it at? It's coming. I know it's so sweet. Oh my god! He looks back at his friends and his family. Yep. One last time, and he opens the gateway mm-hmm. that takes you to the citadel at the end of time. Yep. And he starts walking this staircase. i got to watch how much I let that play. I know. He starts walking this staircase, and... But it's like the staircase, it's like, it's appearing as he's walking. Yes. Well, no. You right? can actually see it in a shot. It's oh. kind of invisible. You can oh, okay. see it. Okay. And he walks up this staircase, and as he's walking up the staircase, he's dragging timelines with him. Yeah. And he's grabbing as many as he can grab. I don't think he grabbed all of them. No? He can't, no. no. But he grabbed as many as he could and drug them with him to the end of time. Yeah. To where that, the throne was still sitting on that rock. And Yeah, wasn't that the Citadel? That was the, what was left of it. What was yeah. left of it, yeah. He had, he had gone even farther than where he who remains was, mm. right? He yep. had gone to the very, very, very end of time. Like, I think that's why that the rock that he was sitting on was falling apart as well, because that okay. was at the very end of time, and he drug all them time, the branches with him, mm-hmm. and he gets to the to the throne, and he sits down, and with everything he has, there's that look, everything he yep. has. Pulls these branches together, and I get infuses his magic into every single into one of every them. single one of them, mm-hmm. and restructures the entire multiverse. Yep, into uh, was it Yagrasa deal? I can't pronounce the, the word. The tree? Yeah, is that what it's called? Yeah, something crazy. Okay. Yeah, I was just about to say. Yeah, it, it looks like a tree. tree. Yeah, it, it's. Just insane, and it's crazy because, like you said, um, the visual, the, the visuals in this episode. Were- oh my god, yeah. Well, like you said, um, 
when he was grabbing all the timelines and he goes up to the throne and he goes to to turn around to sit down and when he turned around and yanked him and he yanked him and it made like a a cape it, it, well, the the vines made like it was like a his cape, a cape. was already like that oh really yes oh okay yeah, yeah his, it was like a cape of vines <laughs> a cape of timelines it's crazy yeah here it's hard to see but here you can see his his cape's already starting to split oh into the vines and in, into see? the timelines yep 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 i see it I and see he's, it. he's struggling yeah he's using everything he has to drag these timelines up and like sylvie says you know they're like what's he doing sylvie says he's giving us a chance yeah right so he gets up to the throne he sits down he infuses the power we get Yagra's Zadil or whatever the shit this stupid tree's called. <laughs> Boom. Here we go. Boom. Well, it's the way that it, they have it sideways. It looks like the loom will right. get a little different. Right. But then it, then we tilt it. Yep. Now, let this, get, it. let this get to the full screen. There's a couple things I wanted to point out with yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little it's a little crazy looking. It's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Okay, now, if you look at the tree. The heart of it. Well, the heart of it, what, are you talking about the trunk here? Yeah, the middle, the heart. The middle, I mean, it's, everything's green, yeah. right? But if you go up the tree and you see how it branches out, the very tips of those branches are all purple. Yep. And green. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's supposed to represent maybe... The Kangs out on the fringes of the of the multiverse. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Something else to look at. Look how dark the ones are down below. I was just about to say, yeah, the roots. The roots. The roots look. The root. T- like, this could all just Black, be. Dead. This could be nothing. Just visual representation, the best way to make this tree look like a tree. Yeah, but if we know Marvel. Well, Marvel used to. Used to. Used to pay used attention to, to shit like this. And mm-hmm. I'd like to think. That maybe those could be some variants out on the fringes. Well, that's all. All could be variants because of how many there are. Um, you know what I mean? Yes. So from here, we see uh, Loki. He's now the god of the multiverse, holding everything together, mm-hmm. right? And in one of the final shots we get, we know that he can see things on the timelines. Oh, yeah. Because I think he was watching Mobius. Yeah. That's why he had the smile and a tear. So Loki makes his sacrifice, and uh, we get a a quick prompt that says after. Yeah. Right? It says after, and this is after everything we've just seen, and we go back to the TVA. Yep. And the TVA is, one, it's still there. Mm Mm-hmm. Still operating. Yep. But they're operating differently now. Yeah. They're not pruning every single thing that isn't supposed to be part of the sacred timeline. hmm Right? They seem like more of an overwatch slash security force. Yeah. One, they're looking out, and they mention it. You know, here's the file on uh, the, the He Who Remains variants. Mm-hmm. Right? And there was actually a quick call back to uh, Quantumania during yep. that scene. Yep. There's an interaction between B-15 and Mobius 
And Mobius tells B-15, hey, I got those reports on the variants of He Who Remains. She says, do any of them know that we exist yet? (laughs) All right. Mobius says, nope. I guess one of them caused a little bit of a ruckus on 616 adjacent realm, but they handled it. So we're good for now. 616 adjacent realm would be the quantum realm. Exactly. And that would be when Scott Lang and his and the ants beat up fucking Kang. And uh, that was a disaster. Damn it. They uh, pushed him into that. uh, Oh, the file, the file, the file that B-15 is holding. There's a couple images on that file. The top image, I couldn't figure out what it was. No. But the bottom image was that spherical battery that Kang got sucked into. That Kang had Mm -hmm. to power his time chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the whole MacGuffin for that movie. Yeah. The thing that uh, Janet had blew up and then Scott had to get back. Yep, 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 yep. Now, was that the thing that Kang got sucked into? The same thing? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, the ending is bittersweet. Like, it, I love this show, but like, like it was a good ending, but it was sad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You agree? Well, yeah. I was crying. Well, because yeah. I was like, is Loki going to be back? Or well, is he going to be stuck in a fucking tree forever? It's interesting that you mentioned that because this morning when I got up, and I was, I was, you know, just waking up, having my poops, and I'm watching a little, <laughs> watching a little uh, YouTube on my cell phone, and there was an interview from last night. Jimmy Fallon, uh, Tom Hiddleston was on. Okay. And of course, they were talking about Loki and the finale and yada yada. Yep. And the way he was talking, it and it made it sound like this was it for Loki. Like this was the end of his story. This was the com- this be. was the culmination of fourteen years that Tom Hiddleston's been in the MCU. I know, but I don't want it to be. Now, could they bring him back? Absolutely. Yeah. Because he's the control- will he's the controller of time now. Will he be back? I hope so. Yeah, me too. Um, I have a feeling that yes, we will see him again. Because okay. like I said, he's the controller of time now. But, but exactly. He's kind of in his spot. He can't really bounce. But remember we were saying, he could send like... Project himself onto the timeline. Exactly. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Now here's an interesting question. Um, one, is this still part of Kang's plan? Yeah, is it... Exactly. Like okay. he who remains. Yeah. And here, let me find this other picture. And the reason one of the one of the reasons I like to mention that this is still part of his plan is because of this picture right here. Yeah. That center center mural. All right. You got the one on the left that's representing the multiversal war and all the Kangs battling. Yep. Right? The middle one is the timekeepers and they're around a tree. Okay. Right? Yeah. Why are they around a tree? The entire first and second season of this series, the sacred timeline has always been horizontal. Yeah. Right? On its side. And, like, a couple little branches here and there, but they clip them shits. 
Exactly. It was never vertical or represented as a tree. I was just about to say that. It's never been a tree. So that leads me to believe that this is all still part of the plan. From the remains. Yep. Loki had to do this in order to release the variants. Yep. In order to allow for a multiversal war. Yep. And uh, here's another interesting question. Do you think Marvel now has an out from Kang? What do you mean? Could they move away from Kang? After the series finale of this show, could they safely just move the fuck on? Let's say, say like, well, Loki defeated. He okay, right. made, let's so. say things do not work out good for Jonathan Majors and his personal life and the yeah. whole court drama that's going on. Okay, mm-hmm. let's say that all goes to shit. Yeah, Marvel's not going to want to use him anymore. No, I understand what you're saying. So this could be this could because, be because, like, like I said, they would explain it as Loki defeated he who remains. He is now in charge of time. Mm-hmm. He is in charge of the timelines and everything. Right. And the TVA, they're not going to show it, but they're going to say the TVA has been pruning the branches with Kang in him. But they're not going to show, of course. Yeah. If they go that route, I could see that, yes, well, being in and out. The TVA is not pruning branches, though. Well, not pruning, uh, getting rid of Kang. Gotcha. The variants. Right. Okay. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, I could see this as a way for them to have an out. It could go either way. It could go Sa- either way. Safely. Yes, yeah, safely. If everything works out with Jonathan Majors, then, yeah, now they have all these Kang variants. And they can create all kinds of movies because, okay, now we've got Kangs, infinite fucking Kangs right. everywhere. You know— and you've heard me say this before. That's one been one of my biggest problems with Kang's character so far is he hasn't felt like a threat. Yeah, that's that's a major Okay. Thing. A lot of people, I'm going to say it, are in agreement with yeah. you. The, the, All he, the reviews on YouTube and shit. He doesn't feel like a threat. Mm-mm. Nope. But my point being is Jonathan Major's portrayal as he who remains in this final episode brilliant actually felt threatening it did it felt sinister it did okay absolutely <clears throat> there was another when they were having that conversation mm-hmm. when Loki and he remains were at the citadel yeah there was another thing that he, that he remains said that made me think that this could all still be part of the plan is when they started going back and forth where he's like, my variants are already out there. He goes, I'll stop them. He goes, you can't. He goes, but I won't quit. And he or said, he, he says, that's never stopped me before. And, that and then Kang goes, I know, champ. Yeah. He, like, I know, I know what you're going to do. Yep. I know, champ. So, so, like, this is still all part of his plan. Yeah. Right? Just like last season, we felt like we only had the two options. Kill him or let him go. And she killed him, and here we found out that that was just part of his plan. Exactly. So, we'll find out. Yeah, I was just going to say, we have to wait and see. And if Marvel can learn anything from 
all the fuck-ups and bad movies and bad shows, I hope that they learned from Loki. Yeah. That this is the way that they need to go. This is the way that they can come back. They can redeem themselves because they did such an excellent job mm-hmm. with this show, with this character, with the new characters, everything. Take from this and, and move have forward. at it. Yeah. And have at it. Well, that, that kinda... Don't continue down the same path that you've been going with She-Hulk and uh, Secret Invasion, and the Marvels, and quit going by the agenda, you know, that a lot of people are just sick of. Mm-hmm. And and this is not the way that Marvel... Started? Yeah, it's not the way that Marvel started. They need to go back to their roots. They need to go back to make it exciting. Make the fucking villain terrifying mm-hmm. make him scary yeah, not every make- not every villain needs to be sympathetic no sometimes it's just to have it's good, okay to have a guy that just wants to burn the world down exactly we need another fucking like gore the god but- butcher would have been perfect for a character that just don't care exactly. and he has his mission but and nothing's going to stop him and there's no bringing him back Mm-mm. there's no bringing him back they fucked that up royally and it's done and over with I know. they need another thanos Type is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They need another one where it's like, oh my god. Well, then the, the news of all these delays should uh, cheer you up a little bit. Um, okay. Brave New World has just been delayed again. Mm-hmm. They uh, so I got this. They're scheduled for extensive reshoots starting this January mm-hmm. all the way up till May or June. What's Brave New World again? That's the next Captain America. Oh, that's right. That's right. Sorry. Yeah, next Captain America movie, yep. which is like pretty much, from what I understand, but pretty much all filmed, like okay. the whole thing. And to go into six months of extensive reshoots, yeah, that means they're making some fucking drastic changes. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Um. Same with Daredevil. I got a. I got a double check. I I think the Thunderbolts may or may not have been canceled. Yeah. And yeah, Daredevil. From from what we understand, Daredevil, uh, eighteen episode series. They had a majority of the first half filmed, and they did some screeners. And I guess it was fucking terrible because they decided to scrap the entire thing oh, and go back to the writing room. Yeah, that 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 says so, something. That says something. Yep. So. And that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. And that's you. all she wrote. We, we, gotta, we gotta get that. We gotta get that. What? Get what? And that's all she wrote. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Sound, the sound. Yeah, yeah. Sound bite. Can you pick sound. my notebook up for me, yes, please? Because I'm, I'm an asshole yes, I and I just threw it. Um. So, yeah. That's Loki. That's Loki. I'm kind of sad now because I don't really have anything to look forward to except for Deadpool three. Exactly. We're going to see the Marvels tomorrow, but like I'm not excited. Like I said, about I'm, it. it's like <laughs> that's a check the block movie. Exactly. Really. Yeah. So, but other than that, um, I think that's going to about do it for the show. Yeah. Yeah. So um, our next show, we will give you a review of the Marvels, the Marvels. and uh, any other new news that's out there. I'll tell you what, we uh, we'll we'll get caught up on Invincible. Invincible. Okay. Oh, and um, Gen V. 
Gen V and um, oh my god, for all Brian. mankind. Yes, yes. yes. That, that uh, the the new episode came out yesterday. Yep, that just dropped yesterday. Uh, Invincible episode two came out yesterday as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but that'll have to wait till the next the next time. Yep, absolutely. because we've been yammering on for about two hours and twenty two minutes and forty five seconds. I was about to say it's 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 felt like it's been a while. So I can hear it. <laughs> You're falling asleep over there. No, my knee. It, I'm, I've been holding back the the pain. I'm ready to scream. Right, I my I have a bad knee. I injured it years ago. Yeah, and when the weather sucks here in Pennsylvania, it aches so bad. Like right now, it is aching like a bitch. Like it, it, yeah, it, it's not fun. So yeah. I need to take some some Advil. <laughs> You'll be all right. I know. You'll I got right. my 800 milligram Motrin. Um. So. If you're if you're if you're listening, uh, I'm probably gonna be on Twitch later. I'm gonna play a little Vampire Survivors. Woo-hoo. Uh, it's a pretty fun game, and uh, maybe yammer on about a little bit more Marvel stuff. But it'll be just me that time. So yeah, um, yeah, I gotta get some stuff done. Yeah. So other and, than that, other than that, until next time, I'm Fred. I'm Adrian, and we're, we're FNA. FNA. Bye, guys. See ya. time or uh if you want to come back here in a couple hours once i get this episode loaded up onto the intro net i'm gonna play a little vampire survivors so uh i'll see you there see ya